If you enjoy this episode today and it inspires you in some way, wow, I felt like I was going to start talking with an English accent. If I, I can't even do it right now, but if this episode enjoy, if you enjoyed this episode today, please do take a couple of seconds to make sure you hit that subscribe button because that way you won't miss out on upcoming shows and bonus content. And if you are inspired in some way, please do take a moment to rate and review this podcast because when you take the time to do that, it'll help to expand the reach of this podcast and makes it possible for other people to find this show as well and benefit from hearing this content too. And hey, at the very least, if you enjoy this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do share it with a friend. Thank you so much for your support. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the More Than Just a Type podcast. How are you doing today? I hope that you're having a wonderful week, a wonderful day. We're still in quarantine. It's crazy. Life is so crazy. And it's something that I've been thinking about because it's like, what is time even? Like, we're just constantly in our culture and society, like racing around to the next thing. And we're in this pause right now, which is so cool because it's just, there's so much growth to be had in it, but it's hard and it's interesting and it's cool to see what it's bringing up for everyone. I know many people are finding it very difficult. Like it's not a very positive, positive thing is how it feels for some people, but I think that even through those shit storms, that's when so much of the growth actually happens. So I think no matter how challenging it is and how you're feeling and navigating through it all, I think that at the end of the day, it's going to just end up being a really positive thing in your life. That's how I feel. There's just so much when it comes to my own story with body image and I wanted to share some of it because it's you know when you're sitting at home and you in your mind you're like I really have this goal and I really want to get to this next level with my fitness or you're working towards better blood sugars and sometimes the very first step is the hardest because there's so much information that it can be overwhelming and just trying to figure out like, what, do, like, this is how I felt. I was like, what do I do to actually get started? I've tried so many different diets as far back as I can remember. I tried every single diet you can think of. I tried, like I even asked my doctor when I, I don't even know how old I was, maybe like 14 or 15, if I, if it was a good idea to do the master cleanse. And I don't know if you guys know what the master cleanse is, but it's, where you just drink lemon juice with maple syrup, lemon water with maple syrup. I don't know, because I didn't last that many days on it. And she was like, no, that's really not a good idea. Um, 
but I think I tried it anyways because I don't take no <laughs> for an answer. So uh, yeah, but I've literally tried so many things. And when it comes to cleanses, there's so much to be said about them. But when, in my personal opinion, when it comes to cleanses, they should be viewed as a cleanse, not as a way to lose weight or get fit because your body needs protein your body needs enough fat and when you're trying all these things that you know you can't live off lemon water and maple syrup forever so when it comes to your fitness and achieving your goals you really want to look at the long term and you want to pick a diet or something that is actually going to be sustainable and help you get there and so often we can look for that quick fix that thing that's going to work overnight that's going to get us to our goals well Susie said she lost 10 pounds in four weeks doing this thing and then it's like just not sustainable and all of our bodies are made up differently and we require different amounts of different macros and our blood sugars are all affected differently and so all of these things you have to take into account and for as far back as I can remember, body image was always something that really weighed heavy on me because when I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, I it, it was such a weird, challenging time because our whole entire life kind of just shifted from eating you know, a macrobiotic diet, which is where you eat mostly whole grains and I think you eat a lot of rice and stuff, and then we had to include more protein in our diet things that we weren't really used to eating all the time. I'm sure that you can relate to that because it it is it's a, a shift with your lifestyle when you're not used to doing something and then, you know, imagine for some of you guys who have lived your whole life without type 1 and then it's like you get diagnosed when you're later in life. I've heard of people getting diagnosed in their 30s and then it's like you have to really shift your diet. So it can be challenging, I think, no matter how old you are or what age you get diagnosed. But when I was a teen, I was really navigating just life. I was navigating trying to fit in and my diabetes itself kind of just made me feel like I was different. And I always searched for someone that I could relate to, someone who was I could look up to who was doing all the things that I wanted to do. So I could kind of be like, hey, you know, that's who I want to be like. And I never found that person because just no one that I knew had type 1. And in the media, like no one had type 1. I think Halle Berry, I heard she had it, but then she never talked about it. And so it, I that lasted a couple days. I was like, well, I don't know if I can relate to her fully, right? And I wanted to do modeling. I wanted to do acting. I wanted to do all of these things. And I kind of just felt like I was it was like a big question like can I do all these things because I have type 1 and I want to have a fit body and I want to have abs and I want to look good in a bikini and is that even possible for me because so many people told me that I would never be able to be fit or have a toned lean body like I wanted because I had to take insulin which not true. If you're feeling that way right now, just stop. <laughs> just stop feeling that way because insulin is not the the cause for weight gain. But it was really challenging. And when I was 14 years old, I told my mom, I said, I'm going to be in Playboy one day. And I was always doing modeling. I was, you know, getting up in front of schools and singing. And I was doing modeling classes, I was going to auditions, I was going to com commercial auditions, and 
so I was always in this place where I was trying to just be in, in the entertainment industry, basically. And so that itself kind of added to my body image issues, I think, because I was looking at all these beautiful women around me and I was like, I don't look like her. <laughs> my body does not look like that. And I remember having to send photos of me in a bikini to my agent for some shoot that they were doing. And I was so self-conscious that I didn't even want my boyfriend at the time to take the photos because I was like, I look horrible. <laughs> and I really did back then. I based my worth and just I really based my self-worth on how my body looked and my appearance because my mom was always really fit she always had a super fit body and I felt like I looked nothing like her my body was completely different she could eat all the things and then I would be like sneaking like starving myself all day and then sneaking food at night because I didn't want her to see me eating because I was like so ashamed of it and so for so long I just I didn't have I didn't know how to achieve my goals in a sustainable way. So I was always doing something that was really, really harmful to my body, whether it was not eating anything at all or eating all the things and just really trashing my body and then trashing myself because I was like, what the hell? I I'm not looking any better. I like, am I ever going to be able to achieve my goals? And so for a period there too, I really felt like, hey, I think maybe because I take insulin, maybe those people are right. Maybe everyone's right. Maybe I'm never going to be fit. And that was really shitty. And I remember sitting at my endocrinologist office. This was in Canada, like before I moved to the States. I think I was maybe 21 or something. And I remember sitting there. It was like a rainy day because in Vancouver, it rains all the time most of the year, few months, few weeks, let's say not months out of the summer. It's actually nice, but the rain was like drizzling outside. And I remember just looking out the window and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to ask her, but I was dreading to know the answer. And I'm like, does insulin make you fat? And she, and I can't remember exactly what her answer was, but it basically was yes. Like insulin is not going to help you lose weight at all. And I remember leaving that day just feeling really, really upset and just really depressed about it. And here's what I did on the way home. I stopped at Starbucks. I got a, I think it was like a blueberry muffin or something because it was, I think I hadn't had breakfast yet. So this was like what I ate for breakfast on my way to work. A blueberry muffin and then I got a caramel macchiato like an extra tall one I think and that was it and I thought like it's not that much food like it'll tie me over obviously full of carbs probably not a very good choice for breakfast but I just didn't have the knowledge and I'm like you know not that much right loaded with calories so here I am just really feeling like I'm not going to get to achieve my goals and my endo being like yeah you know insulin's a hormone it contributes to weight gain but then here I am eating all of these extra calories just no like I no knowledge at all it wasn't my fault I had no knowledge that hey if you want to lose weight you need to maintain a calorie deficit every single day and here I am probably consuming in a surplus, which is more calories than your body even needs to maintain its current weight. So I'm like packing on the pounds, wondering 
why I can't lose weight. And I remember I, I started working these promo gigs for Playboy Energy Club. This was like so long ago. And I would literally have, like, I was so self-conscious that I would wear Spanx under my Playboy bunny suit. And it, this was just like how it was. And then I remember one time I really wanted to lose some weight. So I just stopped eating. I was eating like maybe some celery sticks every day. Cause I was like, I just, it was for this Playboy energy thing that we were doing. And I, I think we were, it was this huge event that we we're doing. So it's was like, I have to be, look really good. I have to be super skinny for this. And so I basically just starved myself. And I even almost passed out at work one day because I was so hungry and like just hadn't had a proper meal in so many days. And this was basically my life. And then people would say stuff to me like my my ex-boyfriend, her mo- his mom was like, oh, she was like looking at me in a picture of a bikini. She was like, I think I was 15. So I'm kind of like jumping ahead because I wasn't doing Playboy Energy Club when I was 15. That was when I was like 19. But if I go back, it was just, it was always something that kind of like nod and like put that reminder in my head like, hey, you're not enough because you just don't look a certain way. Like you don't fit in with this mold that society wants you to be because you just don't look the part. And it was after a trip to Mexico. I might have mentioned this story a long time ago, but it really did stick with me because she was looking at these photos and she's like, oh, you're, you're like kind of pudgy. And she was looking at my stomach. She's like, yeah, you're kind of pudgy. She's like, oh, but it's because you have diabetes. And not only was I super self-conscious of my diabetes, but it was like a double-ended sword because it brought up two of my biggest insecurities as a child, which was having type 1 diabetes and then my body because I just felt like I never looked how I wanted to look. It was just always these constant reminders of, Taja, you're, you're not enough because you don't look you don't look fit enough. You don't, and when you're not fit, you're not beautiful. You could be prettier. You could be more beautiful if only your body was more fit. If only your stomach was a little bit flatter. If only your arms were a little bit smaller, then you would be beautiful. Then people would love you. Then you would have everything that you wanted. Then you'd have a boyfriend and then you would have that part in that show that you want. And I literally thought this and I moved to LA when I was 24 and I just was in this place of just really feeling like I sitting in not enoughness because of how I looked and I wasn't even super large. Like I wasn't super overweight, but I just felt like I, it just wasn't good enough. Like I could be better. I could do better. I could look better. And I always felt this way. I don't know if you can relate, but I always felt this way. And so I just went through so many, so many ups and downs. And I remember when I first moved, cause I was living in Vancouver prior. So I had my agent in Vancouver. And so when I was transferring over, I was applying to all these agencies. And at the time, so I had like jet black hair. I don't know if you can picture me with jet black hair, but for the longest time I dyed my hair really dark because is I guess everyone in Vancouver, this was in like 2000 and 2008, 
2008 to the between 2008 and 2010 I feel like everyone had black hair it was just a thing maybe this was just in Canada but I had super black hair I dyed it dark and then I started crying because I was not used to it at all but I'm a natural dirty it's like dirty blonde ash color um but I finally got my hair back to it was like somewhat my natural color because it took me a really long time to get it from really dark to back to kind of like a blonde color and I was applying to all these agencies and then once again it was like hey you just don't look right (laughs) because the agents were like we already have enough blondes on our roster and then I'm thinking man if I only had kept my hair dark like hello so I always just felt like whatever I was doing it just wasn't good enough and then I felt like I was always bigger than all the other girls whenever I went to an audition or a shoot I was like oh she's like probably gonna get the part because I'm just not as fit as she is or not as skinny and then I lost a bunch of weight and then I was applying for these um these other like modeling gigs and then the guy told me that he wasn't going to that I wasn't accepted because I was too fit and so it was just constantly this like up and down thing and honestly this is just a reminder to you because I think that we can get so caught into how we think we should look and what is really accepted by society and for the record I think that the most important thing it's not what size you are how small your waist is we are all built differently what's important is are you healthy because being overweight obviously isn't healthy and then being underweight isn't healthy and I could list off so many times when I lost a bunch of weight doing it in a really unsustainable way and when I was literally starving myself and I was so unhappy on the inside and I was so starving just to have a meal, just to sit with friends and have a glass of wine. But instead I was like depriving myself because what was more important was being skinny. I used to literally sit in my bedroom and I would have this apple cinnamon candle burning and I would just smell the smell and think to myself, Taja, nothing as as good as skinny feels. And nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. I think that's from, um, I think that's from Sex in the City. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is. But I would literally think that to myself, and so I just would deprive myself from all these things. And you know what's sad about it? Because I think, first of all, we all have to go through these shit storms in our life. Maybe yours doesn't have anything to do with body image or weight, but we all have to go through shit storms in order to learn and grow and come out as a newer and wiser version of ourselves and it's funny because different topic but my mom's husband was he did his very first like meditation retreat using zoom and he's like oh man like I kind of like this but like there's a few hiccups along the way and then he was telling me about the very first time he ever got up on stage and had to public speak in front of people and how awkward it was and how he like stood there and he was like literally like 
um, um, and like didn't, had no idea what he was talking about. And then the next time he got up on stage, he, he had a bunch of notes, like he wrote it all out and he was reading it. That didn't fly either. And so then finally he went up and he had bullet points and that was a bit better. But then he got up on stage and he just let whatever, whatever came, came and he killed it. And so I was like, see, you had to go through all of those just shitty moments, those really embarrassing times, those things that you look back and you're like, oh, like I could have done so much better, but you had to go through that to get to where you are now and to really learn from all of those mistakes, mistakes so-called, right? Um, So I think going back to just like body image and fitness, it's like sometimes you just have to go through those moments of feeling really just not enough or like you're you know, you you failed that diet again for the millionth time. You have to go through that in order to really get out on top. And when you finally find what works and you will, if you don't give up because success is inevitable as long as you don't give up, but you have to go through all of those turbulent and trying times in order to find real success and happiness. I truly believe that. That's why I think that there's no failure. You either win or you learn and what you learn is going to help you become a better person at the end of the day. So that is, well, thank you for coming to my TED talk, but that is just so important. I really feel like all of those times that were really difficult and really trying where I felt like I just was just never going to be the anything. I like I wanted to become something. I didn't have anyone to look up to because I felt like I just needed someone who had type 1 who I could be like, "Hey, she's fit. She's doing all these cool things. Like I I need her to show me that it's possible. And social media didn't exist back then. So I didn't have that luxury that we have now to be able to really kind of feel empowered by other people who were like me. And so that's why to me, just having this platform and social media and everything, it can be, depending on how you use it, I think that it can be so empowering. And I think that's how we should use it, right? Like we should, we can all learn so much from each other. Do you want to lose weight, but you just have no idea where to even start? Well, if you do, I've got just the thing for you. And the best part is it's completely free. My how to lose weight with type 1 diabetes free audio training and ebook. And this is from a fellow type 1 who downloaded the ebook. And this is before the audio training was even available. But he said, Hey, Tasha, I just wanted to let you know that it's been two weeks since I read your ebook and I'm already down 13.4 pounds of fat. Thank you so much. That's just one of the reviews that we have. And if you are wanting to get started along your own fat loss journey and you just, you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed because there's just so much information out there and you just don't know where to start, then this could be a great starting point for you. All you need to do is go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one. And I'll also link to this in the show notes. All right, let's get back to the episode. Going back to just fitness, and this could really be anything else in your life as well, but 
you have to kind of look at it and, you know, what are you striving for? What are, what is that goal? Why is that goal so important to you? And really think about that because for so long I was really trying to get fit, but it wasn't so much because I felt like, you know, if I was fit, I would just be so confident. Like, yeah, of course I thought that, but I was also thinking if I could just get a little bit more fit, if my stomach was flatter, I would just be beautiful and people would actually want me to be cast in things or I would just be wanted in, I guess, is kind of how I felt. And I think that just looking back now, it's like you have to really think of what your why is because if you're doing it for anyone but yourself, the chances of you actually getting to where you want to be are a little bit more difficult because there's going to be a lot of challenges along the way. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be times when you just want to throw in the towel because nothing's working and you have to really sit yourself down and be like, okay, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for all of those agents out there who want you to look like all of the other girls, but still have something special about you? Or or can you just do it for you? Like, to be that person for yourself because you know that deep inside you are made for more. You're so much more than just a type and you definitely have what it takes and you, you're you doing this because you know that becoming more fit and loving your body, loving yourself from the inside out, that is what's going to make you the happiest version of yourself so that you can spill out and give to others so much more uplifting energy because you yourself are going to be that really high vibe person in that really high vibe state and that's why you're doing it like you just have to think about it because if I was constantly doing it for other people and trying to get fit for the next big thing (laughs) then I think it would I would kind of lose sight of who I really was because everyone's version of beautiful is different And that's what it really comes down to. Everyone's version of beautiful is going to be completely different. And so if your mom or your cousin or your best friend or that agent over there, whoever it is, if they're saying like, hey, you need to lose like 10 pounds or whatever, you know, that's one thing. Or (laughs) if someone is telling you you're a little bit overweight, I think you just have to sit yourself down and be like, okay, reality check right now you know and then come come at it from a place of love because when you can really like for so long every single diet I tried and this is why I think that I mean there's a bunch of reasons why they didn't work but when I would really sit myself down I would come at every diet and every fitness plan as like I really hate myself right now, so I'm going to try this fitness plan to really just love myself. (laughs) But if you can come at it from a place of like, I love myself so much that I'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve my goals because I am worth it. I mean, maybe you're not going to believe it at first, but you're going to really, if you have the right steps that are laid out in front of you, It makes it so much easier, but even if you don't, all of those mistakes along the way are going to help you get to where you want to be because at least you'll know what doesn't work, right? So you really learn from your mistakes as I did. And this is why I'm just sharing my own journey because I went through so much trial and error to achieve my fitness goals and there's no one size fits all path. And if you're 
goal is to lose weight or get fit, what worked for me might not be the thing that's going to help you. Counting macros really helped me, but it's not for everyone because we're all made up so differently and some people just find that counting macros isn't for them and there's nothing wrong with that. So I want to say that too, but I really also want you to know that if you've tried a million diets before and nothing's worked, it doesn't mean that nothing ever will work. You will find the thing that's going to help you, but you really need to know first and foremost, like the very first thing is it all comes down to energy balance because you need to maintain a calorie deficit. So whether you're doing that counting macros, counting calories, doing intuitive eating, and just really being mindful of like, hey, I'm eating all these things. Maybe if I just eat a little bit less, just a tiny bit less, maybe that's going to create enough of a calorie deficit that I can start making some progress. So the process to lose weight is really simple, but Again, it takes a lot of work and sometimes a lot of trial and error too, but I feel like I share my story because I don't, you don't need to go through all of the pain that I went through. And I feel like at the end of the day, you are so beautiful as a person that you are, and you don't need to try to fit into anyone else's kind of box, whether that has to do with your body image, your career, anything that you're striving to do. I think the most important thing is like, what is going to make you happiest? Because what lights you up the most is ultimately going to be the thing that is going to uplift other people around you. And that is the thing that you should be focusing on. So if you don't like to run miles and miles every single day and you want to lose weight, maybe find something else that you do enjoy doing. There's no one size fits all approach to anything. And at the end of the day, just know that, You're an individual and you've definitely got what it takes to achieve your goals no matter what they are. And so don't ever let anyone else's definition of beautiful get in the way and stop you from becoming the person that you know you were born to be, from achieving your goals. Because sometimes you might not know for sure because people have been telling you your whole life that you're just not going to get there. But... If any part of you right now is feeling like, damn, I sure wish that I could do this one thing. I sure wish that I could look like this or just whatever it is that any piece of you really wants to do. Sometimes you have to weigh it out and think about what would your life look like if you had that thing in your life or if you were doing that thing or what would it be like if you didn't have it? What excites you more? What makes you kind of just feel like, ugh? Like, you know, I think sometimes you just have to think that. And if there's any part of you right now that is like, damn, I kind of do want that for myself, then that right there is a sign that you should go for it and you shouldn't let anyone else get in your way. Even the person that's like, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea because so often people are going to tell you the things that you know they they just don't want to see you fail so they're going to say things to you so that they can kind of try to protect you because they're like damn I don't want to see her fail or I don't want to see him fail I don't want to see them put all their time and effort into doing this one thing and then have that thing not work out for them how they want it to so they're trying to protect you but that's all nice but they don't realize that by protecting you they're actually debilitating you and making it so that 
you might not get to where you want to be because even if you don't that first try, you're going to learn so much so that you can move forward and do better the next time and get to where you want to be. Because if there's any part of you that is excited about one goal or wants to do one thing, then you need to go for it. And I know that you can do it. How many times did people tell me that I would never be able to lose weight? So many times. And that's just one thing in my life that like really stands out. It's one thing that always really bothered me. And so I know that whatever you want in your life, however you want your life to look, you've got what it takes. You just can't give up. Success is inevitable as long as you don't give up. I hope this episode was helpful to you. I hope it inspired you in some way. And if it did, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now.